Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Turn with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, just for a second. Isn't this the highlight of your year, coming to these meetings? Praise God. What a privilege it is to be here. Pastor was at our church in October, and in one of the uh, sermons that she was preaching, she made this statement, and she said, God is already prepared for your arrival. He's just waiting for your faith to show up. The week before, I was with Brother Richard Roberts in South Korea for a conference with him, and one of the ministers there was talking, and the Lord started dealing with me in that conference, and and part of what he was dealing with me about is he said, did you notice, son, you spend quite a bit of time, um, I don't want to say worried, he didn't use the word worried, but he said, you spend quite a bit of time thinking about where your provision's coming from, and you, and you spend quite a bit of time being concerned about that, because we all have needs, financial needs, and ministry personally, and sometimes our thoughts will go to that maybe more than it should, and uh, he asked me a question, he said, did I command Elijah or did I command the ravens first? So it says there in 1 Kings chapter 17, and Elijah, Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, as the, Lord of God, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall be not dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded, past tense, the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. And uh, it's, a, it's a curious thought. Who did God speak to first, Elijah or the ravens? He spoke to the ravens first. Before Elijah even knew where he was to go, supply had already been released in that direction. And, and back to what Pastor, because I'd been meditating on that for about a week, and then Pastor made that statement and just went off in me like, a, like an explosion. God has already prepared for your arrival. He's just waiting for your faith to show up. But did you notice that before your faith can show up, you have to show up. You have to be in the right place. You have to be in the will of God. You have to learn to be led by the Spirit. And uh, notice that God said, it's at the brook Cherith, now, it, which is before Jordan. Jordan is a river. What if Elijah had decided uh, the Jordan's bigger than Cherith? It's going to dry up less quickly because there's more water and there's a drought don't make sense to go to Cherith. Let me go to Jordan instead because that will sustain me longer. And what if he had shown up in Jordan? Well, he'd have been on an extended fast. He'd have a lot of water, but he'd have no meat and no bread because it brought him a hamburger every day, twice a day, bread and flesh, right? So did you notice that it's, he had to not just be at a water source. He had to be at the place where God said, be there. And with a place where God said did not probably line up with his mind the way the other places possibly could have. 
but God had assigned ravens to go in God's divine GPS. He had assigned ravens to go right to that brook. And if he hadn't have been there, that wouldn't have come. But I impress upon you that uh, I know it's such a simple thought, but when, when you receive revelation of it, it goes from simple to very dramatic. God has made preparation for wherever you're going to be. Before he even tells you where to go, preparation is moving in your direction. Uh, supply has been prepared for you. That is an amazing thought to me. It shows me the love of God. It makes me feel, it makes me feel safe. Even before he told Elijah, he had, those angels were influencing those ravens, get going, birds, and, and birds of prey that eat food. They don't want to give up food. They eat food. Then to notice when that dried up, he had already commanded the woman hath commanded a widow woman a widow again ravens are the least likely source a small brook cherith compared to the big river jordan is the least likely source and a widow woman is the least likely source and when he got there the poor widow woman didn't seem to have any knowledge that god had commanded her but god had commanded her and she did obey and remember what first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 says eye is not seen ear is not heard neither is entered in the heart of man the wonderful things, the good things, the pleasurable things God has prepared, has prepared, has prepared for those that love him. Praise God. There is preparation for every pastor in advance for their building projects, for their budgets, for you and your personal family lives. God has, the key is we have to be in the place where God tells us to be. We have to trust when we get there, Father, you've already commanded it. And you're just waiting for my faith to show up. My faith will take hold of it, but I've got to be led by the Spirit. And remember what Dad Hagen taught us. He said we don't pray about money in, in terms of pleading with God about money. We claim what we need. Remember that little book, How God Taught Me About Prosperity? We claim what we need. Tell the devil to take his hands off it. Release the angels to go cause it to come. And then praise God for it. Now, remember God rebuked the devourer in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, he says, I give you a key. Whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you loose will be loosed. So I think the key is we've got to find out what did, where did God tell us to be and make sure we're there. And then, of course, we can't wait for him to do the rebuking. When we're there, devil's still going to try to hold that back, but our faith can lay hold of it. We can say, no, devil, you take your hands off it. Father, you put me here. I claim what I need. I thank you the angels are causing it to come. They can use a bird and they can use a widow woman and they can use whatever unlikely source that they need to use. That is not my responsibility. I am where you told me to be. That means supply was prepared before I ever stepped foot. I just find that so safe. I, I, I'll close, but I want to just share 30 seconds. We believe in God for a house. And we didn't, know, we didn't even know about that house at the time. We didn't know that the house was on the market and months were passing. We didn't know the angels were working for us. I send them out generally every day. Angel of the Lord goes before me to prosper me in the way. Genesis 24, 40. I didn't know about a house. I wasn't specifying them to a house. I was just releasing them and trying to be led by the Spirit. And when we finally got to the house, they were so desperate to sell the house because nobody wanted the house. So they sold it to us for a greatly reduced price because we wouldn't in the natural have been able to afford the price that they were asking. And the day the inspector came, I was there walking around with the inspector and I heard the two real estate agents talking and so I walked over there and the opposing real estate agent said to my real estate agent, I'm the, I'm the most unlucky real estate agent in Canada. And he said, why is that? He said, because I missed it by just a couple hours with your clients. He said, what do you mean? So I'm listening. He says, we could, I couldn't sell this house for love or money. 
He said, nobody wanted this house. This house cursed. He said, but an hour after your client signed, we have had a bidding war for this house. Seven people are now offering us over the original market value and the clients, the, oh, the sellers are really angry because they said, I'm an unluck, I, I, I'm cursed because if I just waited an hour, I could have got them a few hundred thousand more. But I, I, I settled and I sold it to your clients. And under my breath, I said, dear God, sir, it wouldn't have mattered how long it took. That house is my house. And I went home and I said, my Lord, what happened there? He said, your angels held that. Once you signed and it was in your name, their assignment was done and all of a sudden a mob came to try to take that house. I said, but Lord, I didn't release my angels specifically and this has been going on for months. And the Lord said, did you speak my word? Did you claim that verse even though you didn't know specifically? But did you do it generally? I said, yes. He said, that's all you needed. He said, you're being led by my spirit. He said, before you even knew about the house, provision was on the way for you. Before you even knew it existed. Did you, did you hear that? How encouraging that is? Before we even know about certain things, the plan of God is working. Remember first Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified. He's called us to walk these paths that he preordained beforehand to have the good life. I'm paraphrasing. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love us with such a deep kindness and a deep love. That Lord, even before our brains understand always your plan and purpose, your provision has gone before us. The supply is waiting on us. We're not really looking to wait on you for the supply. The supply is waiting on us. We just have to be in the right place. Release our faith. Because you have made provision before we ever get there. Angels are working before we ever get there. And Lord, I thank you for those ministers and, and individuals here that have different struggles financially and they're under pressure. And we all know what that feels like. Lord, let them take comfort tonight knowing that their great heavenly father knows what they have need of before they ask. And that provision has been commanded before they even know where they're to go. Provision is already heading toward that location. And when they get there and they're led by the Spirit and they're in the right place and they release their faith, Lord, it should be the easiest thing in the world for our faith to take hold of what you've already commanded. Thank you that you commanded the ravens first. Thank you our provision is on the way for us. Our job is to take hold of it, lay hold of it by faith and not quit because it will surely come. I thank you, Father. We thank you for all the money that this ministry needs, these special meetings need. It all comes in and excess and abundance comes in. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we bless you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.